Welcome to the Robcast. If you dig this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now for your listening pleasure, today's Robcast. I love golf. Play golf. Uh, I have. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, no, well, nobody is. Everybody sucks. It's at just golf. a reason to get shit faced with your yeah. friends. You go, yeah, oh, I'll hit some balls. I don't get drunk, but I do like sitting out there and just being like out there. It's just like I like nice seeing how hard I can hit the ball, and then that's it. I don't care what direction it no. goes, where it ends up, as long as I can hit it hard and far. I like to keep mine in play, short and in play, just bop, bop. And I go out there and I smoke joints. Oh, and I just like <laughs> he has glaucoma. Like, yeah, I do. I have a medical and a medical. Yeah, no, I don't have a medical. I can't get a medical card. Why? Why not? Uh, my pot dealer has kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing, you're <laughs> yeah, literally doing yeah, it for what the am kids. I supposed to do? I'm doing it for the kids. I what I got to go get the medical card. I know. That's if sweet. It, Literally, if I stop smoking pot, he would have to start selling heroin. I mean, if you have a good dealer, <laughs> it is cheaper. You know, the medical stuff is more expensive. It is more expensive, uh, uh, I, and I just known this guy for a long time. He would be sad if I stopped kicking my butt. Yeah, or do you think are you friends with yeah. your? Oh yeah, your I mean, guy. You're, you're always friends with your guy, like That'd Pineapple be. Express. You, you know. Yeah, but like, you're there's guys that are your friends, and then there are guys that you tolerate to get what you need. Is he a guy that you tolerate to get what you need, or is no. he a friend? No, he's a good guy. You know what? I honestly wouldn't. Uh, if it's someone I don't like, I, I I can find it somewhere else. It's too even it's if too it was the greatest weed. I've, you oh, would, I've had it a couple best times. price. I've had it a couple. And times. And you're like, I can't. You know, put the up best weed I ever got was when I was like. Uh, I was probably about 17 years old. And I just, I don't know why, but this lady, she was the blimpy lady, and she worked at the Hess in Lehigh. <laughs> and you would go up there, and you would order a sub, and you'd go, hey, you know, can I meet you out by the dumpsters? And she would come out and sell you weed, the blimpy lady. <laughs> it was the best weed, too, dude. It was so good. It was so cheap. But, uh, yeah. I you know, if you're ever on vacation, and you're walking on the beach, like in other countries, the islands and uh-huh. stuff. Those guys that are selling uh, get, uh, cigars and like boat rides and jet skis, they're all also selling weed. I never knew you where. You just have to let them know. Ask. And they'll show you like a brochure of like, they're with the weed like in there. They're like, we have this jet ski and that one. I've How always much you really want? heard when you go to Jamaica, there are guys yeah. that are just on jet skis and they have it in the jet skis. And what they'll do is they'll pull up to the beach and they'll go, what kind of pot do you want? And then they'll pop open their jet ski cover and they'll sell you weed. They'll oh, jump back on their up. jet skis and fucking leave. Yeah, this I, is- I smuggled edibles into other countries on a cruise. But you just throw that shit. I mean, back then, they you can't the dogs can't smell it. I just threw it in with the snack bag that we brought mm-hmm. on board for the cruise and I had lollipops for the entire time and I was it was so much fun. So I have a medical card now. Does that mean I can take medical stuff like on a plane and cross state no lines, right or yeah, is it just it in only Florida? here i think you can fly out of la to here with it i think you can't fly out of florida with it it's some it's i, I knew I, that you check but it. you probably wouldn't get in much trouble like if that, i'm yeah. like here's my car and they're like you can't they probably just take it right they probably wouldn't like i don't know you're that. trying to get a legal contraband past state, <laughs> through state lines probably <laughs> through a federal know. aviation agency yeah. so, but yeah, it, i don't know it depends on where you go i would just look up the law but now you're at the point where there's so many places that it is even just recreational legal that it doesn't even fucking matter have like, you ever been to a place yes. where it's recreation denver yeah. Yeah. Colorado. Oh my God. I went to LA and uh, it 
It was crazy. But People I thought were doing it would be long grips at the bar. Like you could order them like shots. Yeah, see, I didn't get that. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was. So I cool. thought it would be more of a like. The thing was, I found it was very uh, uniform to each dispenser that you went to. They would have this, 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 and this. It'd be the same edibles. They'd have different strains of weed. But like, I was thinking, like, you'd go in and be like, one place has cupcakes, another place has breakfast. Like, you could have all kind. And it was kind of just, it was very like pharmacy like. You'd walk in and go, okay, well, this is what I. And they would help you, the bud tenders. They'd be like, oh, you got anxiety? I'd be like, yeah, man, a lot of it. And they give you a lot of great weed. Some of these dispensaries, they're just, like, really pretentious. Like, the first time I went in one, they acted like they were just, like, wine sommeliers. You know, they're like, well, would you oh, yeah. like an indica, a sativa? Yeah. I'm like, I just, do you have weed? I yeah. don't know. Just, I want to get I high right really now. Please, get it in my body. Yes. What this means. I, I had it in Vegas. Vegas was really cool. But the weird, <laughs> like, you walk up to the building, and it's, like, this giant weed leaf and all these lights. And it's, like, dispensary, this giant thing. And then you go inside, and it's, like, a 10 by 10 room yeah. with a glass case. <laughs> And they're like, and there's nothing in the glass case, just like jars of weed. And they're like, what kind of weed do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. What's a, give me a good one. They, they had, did. Dude. They gave me White Walker. Unbelievable. I've heard of it. Unbelievable. Do you remember when like weed wasn't like that? Like there was no strains. It was, you could get, you got whatever you got. Like I right. remember I was smoking weed out of a gravity bong underneath Frank Roller's mom's porch and the gravity bucket there. It was made out of a Home Depot bucket. We cut a two liter of a soda. We put it in there and we made a grab bong and it was like October in New Jersey. So it's cold, it's muddy, it's rainy. And we're sitting under his deck doing grab bongs because we were dope fiends. And now it's like every, your mom gets high. <laughs> like yeah. it's totally changed in 15, 20 years. Totally changed. Yeah. You know what's funny about that gravity bong is we always use the largest thing we could possibly use. You could do it just in a regular, like a just a Kool Aid jug. I, I, it was the only time I've ever done one was under there, and all I did was suck in the water. I don't even know how I sucked in the water, but I guess they didn't lift the bottle up, and so I, and I got the fucking bucket. Yeah, you water. Just push it down, and yeah, then push <laughs> it, it fucking went right in my mouth. We used to, we used to balance a cooler, a whole cooler. <laughs> On a stool to do gravity because <laughs> we just thought you needed a bunch of water. We didn't even think you could just do it in anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, the first time I seen that, I was like, "Wow, we are idiots." Yeah. You know, you know what I mean, you know how hard it is to be, you know, a teenager stoned and not knock over a cooler water. <laughs> <laughs> it was look. Uh, it became a like weed for me went from being fun and like it was cool to do to being part of. It actually helps. Yeah. In a weird way, like it used to be, we would do it so we could go to the mall and walk around hot topic. We'd be like, "Oh man, we're high and nobody knows. We're so cool." And you're now, giggling. Yeah, now it's like and, uh, I got to sit down and do my taxes for four hours, so I might as well take a few rips of something and then go sit down and get that. If you shit have done. to paint a wall if you have to do anything that's just monotonous. You just you get a little bit high and you're like, "This is amazing." Yeah, I don't I'm mind being doing so this. mindful. Yep, and I feel so Buddhist right now. <laughs> and then two seconds later, you're somewhere else just yeah. screwing up that paint job. <laughs> you're just like, or you forget it, the paint dries, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. That's why, you know, that's why we, uh, when you when you smoke, you get so many great ideas, and then they go away from you because your, your synapses are going yeah. like Well, this. sometimes it's not, you got to write everything down. Yeah, sometimes it's to. great. And then other times you're like, wow, I was really high. This is terrible. Yeah, there have been, so, and I, I can't smoke and drink. I get the spins. So I like, it's either one or the other. Cause if you get both and you get those spins, it's over. I hate that. I do like the vape pens. The vape pens are, I'm coming around on those. I used to hate them. Um, just because it gave me a weird feeling. But now the fact that you could like stand, like you could be at a bar. Yeah. I don't like to drink. So I'll get like a, a seltzer water and have my little vape pen. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm oh, chilling so with everybody else and I don't have to drink. The this convenience. Cool. And it's, it just, it's weird how far it's come. And I, 
here in Florida, it's weird because it's illegal, recreationally, legal, uh, medicinally, whereas so many other states are now legal recreationally, and it's an industry. Uh, there's people, bud, I mean, you can make a lot of money. The, you're paying for an eighth. We were paying, it was like $40 was for the eighth, and then maybe 35 and then 15 in taxes. You were paying 50 bucks for an eighth, but they were making $15 just from a dummy like me, and there's the whole fucking place had a line of people going in there and doing the same thing. So, How do you feel about edibles? Love them. I don't like them. Oh, really? Well, here's the thing. If you have like three days to just chill on a beach, great. But edibles, sometimes you don't know when they're going to kick in, and you don't know when, you don't know when they're going to go away. I just so I, you're just like, oh, I really wish I was high right now. Let me let me take another one. Oh, I'm still not high. And then the next day you have to go to work, and you're like, oh my god, I'm, I'm fucked so up. high. <laughs> yeah, there have been this times. This is not what I wanted. And the problem with working when I worked for Bubba, man. So I worked for a guy in Tampa, uh, got named Bubba the Love Sponge. He owned his own building, so he was it was kind of like a radio fraternity. It was like a frat house of radio. There were no rules. There was like nobody was in charge. It was very odd, but it was fun, and. We would have, we teamed with Magical Butter, who created a, a a blender that turns cannabis into butter, and they would come in and they would make breakfast for us. And I would eat that, and it'd be like seven in the morning, and at seven in the morning, you're eating infused pancakes and eggs nice. and bacon, and like, you're not realizing I'm having a thousand milligrams of THC, so I'd go home and I'd <laughs> sleep, and I'd wake up the next morning. I would get down the radio at 10, go home, I'd sleep from noon until four the next morning to get up for work, and I'd still be fucked up, and I'd go, holy shit. <laughs> and then the part, like, Bubba would be like, here, let me get your regular, and he'd be like, here's a star, and he would start throwing you gummies, and I'm like, we would line up. We would line up like four. It'd be Manson, 25 cent, me, Blitz, and he'd put them in our mouths. Like it was a father <laughs> giving vitamins. But it got you. It was like, all right, I'll get me back to normal. And then you, but you do, you need the right amount of time to do edibles. It's hard. And sometimes you don't even, so I was in LA where it's, uh, you know, recreational and I was with my brother and I didn't even, okay, I was thirsty. He hands me a lemonade, a can of lemonade. I drink all of the lemonade thinking it's just regular lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. And it's delicious. And I look at the calories. I'm like, oh, there's like hardly any calories. And this is amazing. And then it's just like servings of THC. I'm like, what? <laughs> what and, and apparently it was 11 servings in that you're supposed to take a sip. Yeah. And I chugged the whole thing. Cool. I swear I felt like I was on LSD. I think I went into ego death <laughs> from THC. It was, yeah. it was, everything was spinning. I could, I didn't know. I felt like I was outside of my body. I felt like I was dying. I did. <laughs> there was one time I did. So scary. You ever drink that? What is it? The root water. The kava. Kava. That dirty ass fucking root water. I've done it the once. Kratom. Yeah, the kratom. It made me feel like I overdosed. I went home and I like my back was sweating. Like you ever have that cold sweat on your back from the flu? I had that from drinking fucking kratom. It and is I was the like, I'm never doing it. And it tastes awful. It made me feel, feel like shit. And I went, this is, I'm, I will never do kratom. I again. didn't feel anything because as soon as I tasted it, I was like, oh, I was like, who the <laughs> hell would drink this? It's very like, gritty and it's oh, very pricey. It's nasty. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to stimulate the opioid receptors, like to make you feel like you're on like opiates. It, it, well, it but did. I, I didn't feel like Oh, man. I felt you like felt I've it? never done like I got hit by a car in 2012 and I got like a, a fracture in my back. And so they gave me pain pills and I would take they were very traumadol. They were like aspirin times three. And I would take like two or three of them and I'd feel good. But I was never hooked on them. But I always would get like that goofy, weird pain pill feeling. And you're like, uh, that's too far. I took like 
maybe half of the Kratom and started feeling that within 30 minutes. And I went, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, What did these fucking people give me? And the people that are doing it are the weirdest. They're sitting there playing hacky sack in a parking lot. They're fucking adult men who are hula hooping. And you're going, where the fuck am I? Why am I drinking brute water? Why? I came here to tell dick jokes and that's how they paid me. And it was the worst payment ever. I ended up feeling like I was over. Oh, was that Johnny C's room down there? Is that no. no, this was up in Tampa. It was called, uh, there was a guy, you probably don't know him. His name was Michael something. He was a weirdo. He was, do you remember Dave Hines? Did you ever meet Dave Hines? Uh, no. Uh, Dave Hines was a nice guy. He ran it with this I guy. I will say kava bars are great for comedy, though. Every time I've ever done it in a kava bar. If they're paying attention, awesome. this one was outside. so it was, it was, and, you oh, had, yeah. and it was right on a main street in St. Petersburg. So all you hear are fucking fire engines and ambulances going by. And you're in the middle of a punchline. And all these guys are overdosing on fucking kava. And you're like, why, why am I? I just want to tell jokes. Dude, I was, man, where was I? I was doing a show and then I pulled into a parking lot to like check my GPS or something. And I looked up and it was you on the stage. I forget where that, that must was. have been it, man. If, if it was in St. Petersburg, it was yeah, the Kava Bar. Like, like, yeah, and I looked and I was like, I was like, that's Rob Gardula. <laughs> I was like, like I had just come from a show, you know. So it was very strange. No, you're coming very from strange. a good show, and I'm in a fucking parking lot at a comma bar. <laughs> Kid calls me travel house and garden. Home. You want to hear something weird? So I was, I was doing. Um, I had the shows with John Jacobs, and I had that Vortex Bar. Or something yeah, like a couple weekends ago, Cadillac Ranch. Yeah, the Vortex Bar actually. That's where I got the the CBD stuff. Okay, but anyway, so I need a place to stay. Oh yeah, I talked to you about this. Yeah, that's okay. So I need a place to stay. So I stay at Mike. Uh, Rivera's house and he it's his birthday and so it's like I have his great birthday day and everything and then we go to a Puerto Rican restaurant in the middle of Hillsboro and Rio <laughs> Paris is there eating lunch okay and this is random how does, how does that even happen yeah. how does that even happen yeah and there's a banquet hall in there. So I think we're going to start doing Spanish shows. I always feel weird when I see people that I know outside. Of, I ran into you at a wa uh, Walmart. You and Julie. Remember, we went, That's we ran right. into the Walmart in Cape I Coral. Do. And yeah. I went, I, I have nothing to say. But if we, like, it was weird. I, get, I was yeah. just like, I never had spoken to you before. And I'm like, but I know Nathan. I walked away. I told Caitlin, I'm like, I was, I'm very odd. And she goes, you are very fucking odd. It was weird. And then we didn't know. <laughs> and then the whole time I was like, is his baby cuter than ours? And she was like, I don't know. It's a cute baby. I was like, I'm looking at my baby. I was like, might be cuter than our baby. I, I remember I've there have been times where I bumped into somebody in a grocery store and then I'll go the rest of the time looking around the aisles Trying before to avoid I avoid them. Because <laughs> you already you said the things yep. and you said see ya. What are you gonna do you now? Do the weird yep. like oh there hey, you again. are again. Yeah, I guess okay. we both need peas. Yeah, you're getting fucking <laughs> coconut milk. Look at that. All and right. no one wants to shop together. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like you like you would think at that point your friends are like, let's shop together here. But there's no they didn't make shopping to shop together. Yo, you can't I, do two carts. It doesn't My work. mom, it's weird. My mom used to be a car. It was a coupon club and it'd be her and like five other ladies and they'd all gather their coupons because we lived on an island that only had like a small mom and pop grocery store. So to go to the grocery store, they would all load in a van for moms. They would all drive onto the mainland and they would go to the shop right and they would do coupon club where the four ladies, I'm pretty sure they were getting high in the van on the way there yeah, and yeah, on the way back. Like, like now look at that. Actually, yeah, they would be that. fucking drinking schnapps and walking around and, and but they would go and do that so that they could uh, have savings. But it'd be a group of like five women that would go grocery shopping <laughs> yeah, together. Right. I would never do that today. Your mom like, comes back with track marks. <laughs> She's like, I need to get that fucking Kellogg's. Yeah, I need yeah. that fucking Kellogg's. Oh, I love cereal. I'm going again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, now I look back. I remember the first time I saw, uh, I saw my friend's mom smoking a cigarette. 
and at a soccer game, and that was the. I was like, oh my god, I didn't know she was on drugs. Like I was in like yeah, fourth grade. Were bad. Yeah, grade. I was like, dude, I we've talked about Even this. Even a beer in fourth grade, you're like, oh, my teacher. See, I, Do you ever see your teachers out? My dad was an educator, so it wasn't weird for okay. me because I would see that, but it would be weird. Like, we couldn't have our phone number posted in the phone book because kids would call prank call and shit. Like, <laughs> so it was weird. But my dad was always the cool, even now, he's, he was the cool teacher that would coach the basketball team. So we'd always go to the games and stuff. But it, was, it wasn't weird for me, but it was weird being with him and then seeing him get recognized by students and they'd like, They'd be like, oh, I gotta behave. Mr. Gargiulo's here. And I'm like, no, he's fucking he's my dad. <laughs> he's a fucking nerd. We we ran into Rowan's, he was in the fourth grade, and we would run into his teacher all the time. And every time she'd be coming out of the public's liquor store with a bottle of <laughs> so that like a full, like a yeah, big bottle of liquor. And that. this is like every day, because we're there every day. And so we we seen her the first day. And then she's and then we were like, hey, you know, no big deal. Yeah. She's picking up a bottle of liquor. Yeah, she's and then we seen her the next day getting same a bottle, bottle of liquor. liquor. Same <laughs> bottle of liquor. And then the third time we seen her, we walked by and I don't know where my son picked it up, but he goes, Dad, I think my teacher's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, buddy. I was like, yeah. That's I, think you might, I think you might be right. You right? Yeah. Tell that on stage. That's a funny fucking story. Um, yeah, well, yeah, because kids like, no offense to Rowan, but I'm sure Rowan and another 30 Rowans are what drive those teachers to fucking yeah. drink, man. Oh, yeah. My and I'm not saying like all teachers are alcoholics or a lot are now. I just, I'm backing it up now. Oh, that sounded kind of judgmental. But no, I remember being little thinking that, you know, my teachers were like these pure saintly yes. people. But now most of my friends are teachers, a lot of them, and I see how they are. Dude, <laughs> it was so oh, yeah. weird. I can't so believe it. When I was in when I was in middle school, I was part of a drug and alcohol-free youth group. We did it because we wanted to hang out with the hot girls that were in that. So we would go and it was called Crossroads. And the guy that ran it was the a pastor. Crossroads, Crossroads. But then it was weird because I went out to dinner and I saw him drinking. And I'm like, wait a minute, but you're telling us that we shouldn't be drinking. How are you allowed to be drinking? You're, like, you're telling us all the evils and perils of drinking. But here you are at Steak 38 slamming wine. Yeah, he's Isn't like, because I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, and after this, I'm going to go home and have sex with this chick. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that either. Do you ever find your parents? drugs ever find their yeah. drugs i found my mom's weed with joe laro in seventh grade we were doing a science fair project and i tried to say it was kitty litter because i didn't know what it was uh cat, cat food because it i'd never what seen weed it? before it oh, was, was weed. weed it was weed and it was oh, in, that was catnip yeah like i was i didn't know what the catnip or cat food was cat. but i was like yeah I, i've seen that before it's for the cat my buddy's mm. like no man my sister's in 12th grade that's marijuana and i was like it's marijuana. He's like weed. And I'm like, what? My mom smokes weed. And that was a weird, like when you realize that in seventh grade, you're like, holy fuck. My mom smokes weed. I know. I didn't, I, I, we, we don't do anything around the kids or in the house yeah. or anything. So it's like, uh, I'm waiting for that day. It was different for me. My parents were always just like, Hey, we smoke weed. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I came home. I remember the first day I came home and I was like, yeah, they're doing dare at school. She goes, all right, sit down. She goes, you know how we smoke all this weed? <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, well, you can't be telling people about this. So yeah, like, that'll get oh, you taken away. Yeah, that'll get you taken away. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, like sleeping naked in a bottom bunk? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> It's only for a few hours. I can't We're separated it. by a staircase. No, nah, I'm just messing with you. I made but. my mom try weed for the first time, actually, really? like not too long ago. And the weirdest thing was she took a lot and she was like, I don't feel anything. Yeah, I'm like, you should be really high right now. She's like, I don't know. I isn't don't that feel, disappointing? I don't when feel anything. I, my best friend, Matt, he's a big pothead now, but he moved away at a very young age. He would come back to New Jersey and he came back and we would hang out. And I didn't smoke pot. And then he came back and I did. And I'm like, hey, man, you should try this. It's pretty cool. So we tried it. And he did, like, I kept getting him high. I was, like, smoking whole blunts, and he wouldn't get high. And I'm like, 
you're ruining this for right, me. Right. Like this is uh, this was an exp- I was sharing something with you, and now you're not getting high, and you're bumming me the fuck out, man. Get fucking stoned. What's your problem? And now he's a huge pothead. Yeah, the fir- I've known many people that the first couple times they don't feel anything. Not me. First time, yeah. couldn't feel my feet. I was in Frank Roller's Nissan, 1989 Nissan 300ZX, and Joe Lara was in the back. Frank Roller was in the front. Joe Lara's girlfriend was in the passenger seat in the back, and they were arguing, and Frank was making me hit this blunt, and I'd never smoked weed before. I went, this is the coolest thing ever. And I couldn't feel my feet. Everything for me went wow 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 and I was laughing so hard wow 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 yeah yeah that's what I heard everything around me was going wow 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 that was what I heard when I did whippets for the first time never did whippets yes and you can't stop laughing and those are quick right because I never did whippets but I drove a guy to go buy them they're very quick and I think it's really bad for you so you don't want to make a habit of it it's nitrous oxide right that you're just Inhaling. Freeze, what is it? Freezes your brain? No, they say that it, it can it can freeze you though. We got like uh we didn't have we didn't know. do whippets. We were we were Lehigh kids, so we were smart. You know, we would steal the duster from the tech studies class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would do that, dude. My friend, so you're one of those people that would huff dust, duster, duster. Yeah, duster. Well, I didn't do it like a lot. My my buddy did it. Uh, you know what? I take that back. We did a lot for just a small period of time. <laughs> we, we like, you know, it was Lehigh, dude. There was like nothing there, so we would get this can of whippet, and you would you you'd always have to hold it up straight because if you put it upside down, it oh, you did come it with the actual form. whipped cream stuff. You didn't no. get the, the, the nitrous oxide. No, I did it with duster, Dance. like to clean oh, off, uh, like to clean off your computer screen, clean off your computers. You know, where you spray <laughs> oh, the compressed that, air. That's, that's, that's the same compressed air. Nathan, that's okay, hardcore, man. I know. Oh, yeah. I've never met anybody that did that before. Oh, yeah, they crazy. had to lock up Duster and Lehigh. Like, it was in cages <laughs> because the kids were going in and buying it. Man, that's weird. <laughs> not that it's weird, but, like, <clears throat> Kyle smoked Coke, and he told us about that. So it's not that odd, but well, Duster. Know, when you were a kid, you didn't think of anything bad because it was just Duster. You were like, it's just <laughs> yeah, Duster. It was just and we did, yeah, I, I, I bit a friend. I, 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 like, it was like, well, and I was like, ah, and I just bit him. <laughs> I, I had one friend that almost died. She decided that it would be a good idea to huff. Like, you can open up the valve on your air conditioner. Okay. So she would take and she would open that up and put it, that Freon stuff or whatever it is. And yeah. Put it into a bag and then huff that. Yeah, that doesn't sound And uh, no. one day she didn't show up at school. I don't and need I to get like, high that bad. I was like, I think Jennifer might be dead. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah, she's like, she's been huffing her air conditioner. <laughs> and she's like, she's like what? and then the next day she came and she's all sunburned as hell. I was like, what happened to you? That's she's like, right. I huffed it and I passed out and I was in my side yard all day <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Yeah, man. I don't, like, I remember I drove uh, a guy to a porn store because there was the only place that you could get the yeah, little cylinders was at the too. porn store. It was called Red Barn and Red Barn was the weirdest because they had a movie theater in there too. Yeah. And we went in there once and it was just other guys jacking off watching porn together. And I'm like, well, that's fucking, I want to, I don't want to be here. You got Rush, right? Is that what it was? Rush? I don't know. I remember he bought these little canisters. They were silver. They looked like a little bullet. And then he would just, or snort them. I don't remember because I was driving. He was in the back seat. And then he would start making weird noises. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck, yeah. what am I, what is going on? Why am I here? Dude, I used to do the pass out thing. We, I mean, we did everything to get all tore up when we were kids, man. Pass, you put your head between your legs and you stand up and hold your neck. Oh, I did that for the first time the uh, last year. Oh, and really? I hated yeah. it. I had it's like horrible. A, I think I had like a seizure. I yeah. Uh, no, Kevin you, tried it. He was like, "You got to try this." So I let Kevin do it. Poppers. I trust him. <laughs> my boyfriend. I was like, oh, "This will be fun." He, he, I was like, "So what happens?" He's like, "Well, basically, you 
you like take a little quick nap. You just pass out and then you feel refreshed. And, and, feel I, thought, refreshed. and I thought I thought that I was just gonna like peacefully fall asleep, but instead I started like twitching and you seizing will, and freaking out. And I've I was like, I was yelling, before. "What's happening? What's happening?" I didn't know understand why I couldn't like control yeah. my body. And this is I, the I don't stuff, recommend man. it. I that's why it's stupid stuff. That Some kids, kids do die do. doing it. Yeah, no, but when you're a kid, get, it's understandable because kids are stupid. Yeah, but I did it as an adult. I'm your your, your years uh, old. college professor <laughs> husband was like, you know, you should do a <laughs> pass out thing. What out. do you think? Oh. He was hoping that you would pass out a little bit longer. That's what it was. You wake up. He's in like a maid's outfit. Like, yeah, you've been very dirty girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never. Did you ever smoke weed with your parents? You did. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I gave some to my mom because she's got a lot of anxiety and I thought it would help with her anxiety, yeah. but she didn't feel anything. I knew my mom smoked. But I didn't know that she actively, like, still did. So I was living in Cleveland, and we would drive. She was helping me move, and we were driving from New Jersey to Cleveland. And we're in the fucking U-Haul, and I'm driving. It's an eight-hour drive, and she's asleep, I think. She's like this. So I pulled out the bowl, and I'm like a fucking idiot. I'm like, well, she won't ever smell this. She's asleep. And I start hitting it. And at one point, she turns to me and goes, you're going to pass that? And I went, what the fuck? Okay. And then it was very – I haven't smoked weed with my mom since. Her vape pen. It's different. Like, I'll take her vape pen and hand it to her. That's fine. But, like, the actual act of handing her marijuana in a pipe and then yeah. her lighting it, it's and like, I'm going, that's weird. That's just a weird scene to yeah. be in. My mom. Uh, I know my, my dad does it. I never smoked. My dad, he always, he was giving me weed when I was, like, 16. You know? <laughs> my, dad's a, my dad's a lunatic, but he's a great guy. He's just a great lunatic. But uh, my mom, when I, I had just turned 18, and she comes into the room one night, and she goes, hey, you're 18 now. We should probably smoke some pot together. And I was like, okay. She's like, you got any? <laughs> oh, so she just wanted to get out. Yeah, she just wanted to get out of pot. My and kid's was, 18. He probably knows drug dealers. Yeah. I can probably. He's got it. Yeah, then she smoked. She was like, this is some good pot. Can I start getting pot from you? <laughs> yeah, sure, mom. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the Robcast. If you dug this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash RobShowTV, and keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ah!